Welcome to the What About Tuesday podcast, where we take you on the adventure of trying to turn ideas into profit, hosted by Shane and Rich. All right, today's episode, we are going to be discussing investments. We talked a little briefly about how do you acquire an investor. Um, We thought we had an investor, the investor backed out. We decided to talk about alternate means of getting money to upstart or to finance or upstart. We went on to eBay, opened up an eBay account. We posted, uh, we actually um, posted iPhones and we're looking to make money that way. But we're going to segue this last part of investments in this investment talk in our podcast about investing in yourself. A lot of companies and a lot of investors are not going to invest in you if they feel that you have not invested nothing into yourself. The first question that any legitimate investor is going to ask you is, how much of your own money have you spent? How much money have you earned? And what is your return on investment? And what is your projected net growth over the next few years or the next few months? It's going to be difficult, especially if you have a dream, you want to start an upstart or a business, you still have to work and take care of yourself. You still have to provide for your home. A lot of times it's easier when you're a single individual. I want to say individual, not man or woman, but just a single individual out there having a goal, having a dream, wanting to develop a company and your business partner the same. But a lot of times, you know, as you get older, that's when people become entrepreneurs. They've worked in their 20s. They've done um, a few things in their 30s and they feel like, hey, I can do this for myself. And sometimes people have families and learning how to save and budget in order to invest in yourself can be difficult. When you got to cut back on things at home, like maybe you're, you find out that your cable is too high and you, you're just looking for ways to shave off some of your expenses at home to invest in something for the future. And that's a difficult you know, process to undertake. And it's not just difficult for you. It's usually difficult, not even usually, it always is more difficult for the other people in your house. Like I've got kids, I got a wife. When I started a lot of this stuff that I've done, no kids, no wife, you know, by myself. So I can cut, you know, internet. I can cut this. I can cut that. I don't, you know, cause I'm not home. Why the hell do I need internet or cable? All these other things. But when you're at home or you have your, you have family at home or there's a small portion. And this is, this is one of those kind of concepts is like that small portion of luxury is what kills you. Right. And it's because it's the, the small luxury. Now I'm not saying, you know, it's, you know, we're sitting here, I'm drinking my soda, Rich, you got your coffee, right? But, you know, and if tomorrow you're like, all right, well, for us to shave an extra 200 bucks a month, I got to quit coffee because I've seen how much coffee you drink. <laughs> like, Okay, well, the only way you're doing that is you're, you're cutting the hard stuff. You're going back to Folgers. Not to cut you that. completely off, but you're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, since the beginning of the year, um, whenever I'm going back to basics, everybody and Shane's 100 percent right. I drink coffee. Anytime I start a business, anytime I'm doing something from scratch, it, even school, even when I was in college, when I when the first semester kicks off, I always start drinking a lot of coffee. So you're right. I might. Is that, is that a start? Like that's that pre-energy boost that, you know, you get your body up to a routine. So once your body's up to that routine, you're good. You can coast from it and do all that stuff. So I get that. I'm just, you know, poking. But <laughs> it's different because like when I'm at home, like we don't have TV in the house because 
well, we have the internet and we don't need TV, right? We don't, we have the streaming channels, um, but we, you know, we use the streaming channels from the store at home because why pay for it twice? It saves money. It saves money. Um, you know, and I know people constantly call me cheap and they're kind of, they're not wrong, but they're not right. Their mentality, I wouldn't say cheap, I'd say frugal. Right. Their mentality to why I do the things that I do, like earlier today, why don't you go buy the tape? Why? When I can make tape. You know, why when, you know, with, in, uh, when Topher was here, he's like, oh, we could buy this boom arm for cameras for 70 bucks. I was like, why, when we can make that, that's just a five pound plate we can get for free on, you know, from Facebook marketplace. That's a, that's a steel bar we can get for three cents over at home Depot. You know, it's like that $70 arm, that bar was six something dollars to build. But that leads into our segue of looking for ways to cut cost and money. Yeah. I mean, so if you think you can build it yourself and it might look a little rinky dink, but mm-hmm. you did it yourself, yeah. it saved you money. Because if you can build, what, what did you say it was again? It was, uh, so basically, you know, the, the rig that we have. Yes. All right. So we were looking at alternate ways because of the IQ coming up and all the other, st- and the content that we're trying to generate at the store. We we're looking at different ways to get an aerial view of of the, the table for, yeah, the for cards and yeah. stuff like that. One of the things that he'd found was a tripod that you put this, this basically it's a camera bar that'll hold like a DSL DSL camera on one end and it's a weight on the other, which is, which is literally just a weighted steel bar on a tripod that has a high, a big enough uh, machine screw in it. To hold a DSLR and not to interfere with the players or whatever, and you can right. still get the footage. That still get the for. get get that cut and everything else, and people can you know you can see it do all this stuff. And it's like cool, but it cost us. I think with the piping. Now, if you had the piping, the spray paint, the machine screw, which we ended up getting for free because the guy was like here, whatever, um, and the glue, which we are going to be reusing that piping glue for tons of other projects and everything else. <laughs> That whole thing, which was $70 in a two-day ship on Amazon, was $24. So we saved a lot of money. And then we now have everything we need to replicate that over and over again. Because we have the knowledge. We have the base skill set. We have the, the diagrams to do it. And all we have to do is go finish buying more piping when we need it. And we can build another rig. And we can build another, you know. So for the same price as that one item with convenience is totally fine. You know, we we sell convenience. We were able to build something that we can replicate across everything. So instead of having just one table for, you know, this time we're going to do it with just one. But if we get four tables that are on camera or something like that going forward, we now know how to do it for exactly the same price as one item we would have bought. Yeah, for $24 and they're selling in the store for 70 and you built it yourself, put it together. Right. But see, that's basically that ingenuity is what leads to business and to retail and to sales. I mean, the fact that um, that was actually created, it yeah. was your thing, even though there's probably other things out there right. that's similar to it, you were able to make it and you could possibly sell it. Yeah, I mean, if we wanted to sell these, I mean, we're not going to. But yeah, if obviously. we if we wanted to, we now have the structure to build it, right? Yeah. Um, we have a three D printing company. Well, technically, I have a three D printing company that has nothing to do with sword and board. Correct. Um, but that's something that we're we're going to probably pull in later as as time goes on. But we have that three D printing farm that we could have literally just printed the damn thing P- printed a rig that was big enough to hold it or structurally sound enough yes, to build it but the, the point the point that i was making was that that type of ingenuity right. that type of um free thinking and outside the box type of thinking mm-hmm. allowed you to save some money yes and it 
can potentially make me money in the long run. There you go. Yes. I, I get where you're going. Me and Rich have these problems where we talk about the same thing different ways. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and that's and that is that's exactly what it is. We had the uh, the 3D printing thing is is a an amazing example of that in in effect right uh the old owner had a 3d printer didn't really like people bugging him to print stuff even though he bought it so people would print stuff with him and he'd charge it he never figured out how to actually monetize that or do anything so he always told people it was broken it wasn't broken he just didn't want people using it or he didn't want to do like he he himself didn't want to monetize that anymore because he couldn't understand even though he knew about the technology he just got tired of it right and he couldn't monetize yeah. you know he couldn't figure it out but for us you know we we have wonderful Greg and, and Adam and a few other people that are um, with us and all this stuff. And we've just finished um, working out deals with a couple of uh, Patreon designers who are allowing us to full on sell their stuff as at a merchant level, which they normally wouldn't do it at a store level, right? They're like, oh, if you want to sell this to your friend, it's fine. Here you go. It's cost you 40 bucks. But for the store, we're like, hey, we're selling this at a store level. And like, look, as long as you're you're putting my name on it, and going, hey, this, this, you know, and that's what we're doing. Like, hey, this month's sword and board design is brought to you by designer so and so, and we're moving that into a financial position for us. But let's back up just a little bit because this is um, at this point we're talking about stuff that's already established. We're going to back up just mm-hmm. a little bit to about budgeting and actually saving money. Now that segue kind of led into saving money right. that we did actually in a real time experiment here in the store. But however, for people that are starting from scratch and people that are starting from the beginning, you're going to have to look for those cutting corner type you know, things to actually bring money into your business so you can invest. So I would say that, okay, to kind of finish up our segments on investment, you have to come up with a number that you and your partner have to come up with. And I I, I said that about like a goal to exit in the last podcast, but now I'm coming up with the number for a goal to start. So we're just for just, just for just, you know, to save time or whatever, we're going to say that let's use the, um, the actual um, rig. Okay. It costs $25 to make it. Yeah. So if you have a business partner, whether it's one, two, or three, you don't want to go too far and have like a hundred people, but one, two, or three starting off with your startup, it costs $25 to make that rig. All right. I could come out and I could give the full $25. Heck, I could give $50. I could say, hey, let's make four of them and I give $100. Yeah. But the thing is, is that when it comes time to sell, everyone's going to be looking, hey, I put $100 in, and what did you put in? That happens a lot in business. But I would like to counter, and I'm hoping that my business partner do, he put in his experience. I might have the $100, but I don't know how to build the rig. And that's value. Yeah, That's value. That's intellectual value Mm -hmm. because you know how to build that rig. Now, once you build it, even though I put in $100, I might know how to sell that rig yeah. better than you. That's why a partnership isn't always about the money, but you do want to have two numbers. So it makes it even better that, okay, I say I'll put in 50. Shane says he puts in 50. It's 100. Now we divvy out responsibilities. I'm going to go and build the rig. You're going to help me because you're my partner. You yep. might not know how, but you can hold a screwdriver. Right. You or can hold, yeah, you can do something to help me out and then we're going to go and sell it. Right. And we're going to sell it together. I might be out there talking to the consumer or the customers, but he's going to be right there setting up the table and everything. Yep. And if the customer has a uh, maybe a question about 
it's functional or is it capabilities because he have the knowledge of building it. He's going to be able to explain that. He might not be able to hit him with all the selling points and bring somebody in and having to gift the gab. I mean, to get the gift the gab. I apologize. <laughs> but he can be like, hey, if you have this problem here, you unscrew there, you do it because he designed it. And that's the thing that you, you we kind of want to get into with the budgeting and the investments. And don't think just because you might have had an investor that backed out that your dream is over. Thinking, that, OK, I can't find no money. I, I, I put all my shoes. I put my car out there. Yeah. I, I tried to mortgage my home. I couldn't do it. You can start budgeting and trying to save just a little bit of money, having a little bit of ingenuity there, and doing what you guys do best. And this is this is happen. the thing that you know, kind of the question that most people are going to probably ask at this point is like, well, why not just go talk to a financial advisor? One hundred percent, most real good financial advisors cost are, are they do cost, but they're worth their their weight in gold. They're going to come in, they're going to be like a trainer, right? Your trainer, a good trainer is going to go, "What'd you eat today? What'd you eat yesterday? You know what? I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to see what's in your fridge." I think you're picking on me because that's what I do all the time. No, 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 but like that's, I mean, like when I used to fight, that's when, you know, that's, yeah, but that's think, the think thing about it. Think about it. Go, but hey. That's that's one thing that me and you do back and forth. Like you'll say something and I'll go, okay, let me see this. What was that? <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? No, no, so no, you, I mean, you, like, but do you, do you feel like financial advisors are worth their weight in gold as much as, as, as they're portrayed to be? Because like, I think I'd be a little biased because of the fact that it's kind of like what I do. I manage businesses. Yeah. Like, I mean, away from floor and board and everything, I manage right. businesses. We do marketing. We do stuff. So you're right. I, I would believe that we're worth our weight and gold. Mm -hmm. We really are. But I think on this podcast, I'd be a little biased because then I could go into a whole segment for two hours about like how we should do it or whatever. I think right. that I would be more biased, but that's why I said if, I felt like you're, you're taking not, a dig at me. No, no. If you're not, if you're not you. Mm -hmm. and, you're, and you need somebody to come in because that, that's the hardest part. The emotional attachment to the things that you have is for there not not too many people are, are in that mindset. Like I have my comic books, but they're you know why the comic books aren't at my house? Because I'd sell those shits if I fucking needed the money. True. So they sit with my dad, and my dad's got you know thousands of dollars of collectibles sitting in his basement. Hopefully they're still in his basement. My brothers haven't stolen them yet, because <laughs> um, I know they got their hands on a couple of things. But like. Though for me, I knew that I if, if I wanted to, if I needed to, and that needed to, it always changes with me. I could sell those collectibles, and that's why I don't keep them around me. But there's other, you know, like I can turn off a TV, right? I can take cold showers. I can do the, you know, da, da. yeah. But 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 getting someone to come in and organize your business is right. worth this weight and go. Well, it's just that I would budget. have to look at it from the yeah the budget. Right. I would right. have to look at it from the other side because yeah. see, I do take a commission. I do take a payment when I do that for businesses. Right. So, I mean, a lot of times people are one thing that I found if I if I just want to be honest, mm -hmm. people say, well. You're paying me, I'm paying you $400 to tell me how to save my money, but you're costing me $400. So the money that you're saving me, right. I'm paying you. That one time. That one time for the month. If, right. you know I mean, like, like, you know, just depending on how I'm doing it. Right. But like, you know, how I'm structuring my okay, contract so with you. Maybe I'm thinking in a different way because like you're thinking it on the business level. I'm thinking as like the, the beginning startup level. But everyone, but you're looking at- Is that yeah. like, I'm talking about having somebody come into your personal finance- Right, because we're talking about your 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 your. But your personal finance, if you're using that to invest in yourself, what yes. we're talking about, it's going to be tied to the business in the beginning of the startup. It's always going to be tied to the business. True. There's no way it's not going to be tied to the business. So therefore, 
the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying about the cost, mm-hmm. if you get a personal, if like if I come in and I'm I'm restructuring your business, yeah, and I'm charging you, as long as I'm there to do that until you're able to do it on your own, because basically I'm teaching you. Yes, you're. I'm, I'm training you. Got to retrain the brain. Yes, always. It's just like if you go to a a a, 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 a trainer. There, every time you go to see them, they're going to charge you whatever they're going to charge you. Yes. Sixty bucks, thirty bucks, whatever right. for that time. So I'm charging you and I'm costing you money. So a lot of people, once they get the hang of it, they're like, I could do it myself because I'm losing money. Yeah. The thing is, is that, like you said, that one time is not going to just be a one time. So what if I come in and I do it for three months? What if I come in, I do it for six months. All right. So six months, let's just say times 400. That's $2,400 yeah. right there. That could have been used for the business. So I understand that we're worth our weight in gold, in my opinion. That's why I'm saying I'm being biased because right. that's what I do. But you got to, before you even get to that level, got to have some self-discipline, some self-control. You got to be a go-getter. You got to be, a, you know, someone that's going to go out there and do it yourself. You got to, like, before you start training to fight or to work out or something, you got to be willing to go to the gym. Yes. And and that kind of shows the two points of what I was I was actually going to, which works <laughs> out for me, is that, like, when you're talking about your personal finances, yes, a lot of them are tied into the business. But when you're talking about what money you're putting in, it's based on what we're talking about here in the beginning of the podcast that we said, it was like, we're talking about how to budget your personal to help free up more money to go into your business. Correct. And for that to happen, there are going to be times, and this is, this is fair. And, you know, and as Rich has pointed out, which is a lot of people are like, that seems counterintuitive. It's not about being counterintuitive because it is supposed to be counterintuitive. Like if you go and fight a bunch of different styles one stylist shows you this way, you go to fight another style. Well, that style is now counterintuitive to the other way that you learned. And so you got to train your brain how to look in three different fights. You know, like if I got to move here, I got to do this fight. The- I get that analogy and I get that metaphor. But what the way that I could counter that is that for some of the businesses that we've talked to and some mm-hmm. of the stuff that we're doing outside the podcast, yes. like I said, we're not trying to cheat. We're starting from scratch. Yes. That's how we want to run the podcast. You run into people that say, hey, we had this one guy that said, I hired a personal investor. I mean, sorry, a personal um, finance guru and a marketing person mm-hmm. to come in and talk to me. And all he told me to do was don't raise, raise your prices. And he charged me like 1500 1200 1, Yes. And, and he got nothing from it. He didn't get any new customers. He right. got no new anything. He actually lost customers. Right. That's that's my point. That's 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 my point in yeah. a nutshell. Like my dad has this this wonderful thing that he's been telling me since I was little. Good advice is hard to find. Bad advice is around you all the time. Mm-hmm. And to pay for bad advice, how do you really know? So you have to go out there and do the lead work yourself right. before you get into those Which financial. Which our favorite word here. Research. 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 And so that's why I'm saying I'd be biased yeah. because like, okay, we're now we're, we're doing this on a podcast, mm-hmm. on the radio. People yeah. don't know what we look like, don't know who we are. No. But once they find out that we're doing this podcast, let's say it blows up. Yeah. And I, they go back and they listen to this one. They're going to be like, that's what Rich does. Yeah. So he's promoting go get a financial advisor. But, we're, but that's what Rich does. He invests, he financially advises, he does marketing. That's what he does. And he's saying that that's the best way to go. I don't want to say that that's the best way no. to go because I didn't do that. Yeah. Even though I wound up becoming that. So I'm. Does I, that make sense? Right. But I'm, I'm hyper frugal. Right. I, I and we know this, yes. you know, and that's why I said I'll be biased when you when you led down that segue. Right. But like, OK, it, it kind of it kind of even I know that the, the only you want, the reason I got to the way I got one growing up super poor helps and not everybody. Yeah, I, I did. Poor. too. Yeah. But 
the fact is I know other, you know, financial advisors and other people that are like, you know, and it's, I did actually, ironically enough, I got better budgeting because I was training so much because I needed, you know, and I natural training. So we're talking like, I need 30 more bucks to go into meat. Where do I put the 30? How do I get the 30 bucks? It's the same way. That's what I'm saying is like these for the personal and all this other stuff, you can easily go, okay, look, I need to show up. Again, we stated 200 bucks. I need to shore up 200 bucks. Well, for the business to get an extra 200 bucks, Rich got to switch to Folgers, right? <laughs> we, we, we know he still gets his coffee, but it's not the fancy kind. And but that's that is what I'm saying. Like for the business aspect, it's a risk. It's a counterintuitive risk that is very hard to to eat into. But on a personal budget line, if you getting somebody to come in and just go, look, I'm not trying to tell you to like have you come in and say invest in this, do this. I need you to come in. I need you to pull all of my money and show me where I can sh- show me. But it'll be at a cost. At a cost. And what I'm saying is that you should get that advisor when you've already mm-hmm. went through your stuff yourself. Yeah. You should get that advisor when you've you've tried to squeeze every bit of that juice from the turnip. So when you when you still have those the things that you're still emotionally attached to. Thank you. Okay. That's when you should get yes. it. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. And that's why I said when you started talking about mm-hmm. it, for me. I don't want to, like any of our listeners, whether it's one listener or three million listeners, okay. I don't want them to feel that once you, you do the research on, yeah, okay. research on me, you know, you know, I've been one yeah. of my big things lately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want no one to feel like I'm trying to mislead them. I'm trying to con them. I'm trying to do certain things because of the fact that like business is, is about money at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Right. But right. This podcast for us is about. A journey. A journey and advice. Yeah. And and I wouldn't do it that way. I would look at you even if you said, hey, Rich, I know you do it, but this guy over here is a genius. He's great. Mm-hmm. He can, you know, make us, he can go through all our finances and make sure that we, you know, we can net a million dollars in savings. I would still be like, let's do it ourselves first. Yeah. Just like we did when we were building the rig. Right. Let's do it ourselves first. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what we're emotionally attached to that we both feel like we can't let go. Then let's bring in that third party. Then let's see what's going right. on. And the, the reason for that also is the less work they have to do, the more money you're saving. There you go. So, you know, and I, I try, I do the same thing. Like if I'm, if it's, if it's a tech job and I'm rolling in there. Why I go buy a tape when I can make it? Yeah. Why go buy tape when I can make it? Why why go buy it? Why, why go buy an arm when I can build it? It's amazing it? how we brought that back, yeah. right? Like uh, didn't even see that coming. But <laughs> and it, but that's true. Like because we both work in also service industry tech stuff and like that. I'm in tech, um, and you know it's like one thing my dad always said when when you know growing up is just like, hey, did you do it too? Yeah. All right, now I'm charging double. <laughs> and I get where that goes, like that line goes from, because that's where it, that kind of always stuck in my head. I was like, okay, well, maybe just pay the professional off the bat. But it, there is a point where you have to become, especially when you're bootstrapping it. You know, be you're, you're coming, you're coming in hard. Like, you know, there are, and, and another thing is, is that a lot of people don't know this is most cities have like a small business organization, like foundation. Uh, we have one. Um, I know Denver's had one. Seattle's got them. These are all places where you, you go and you're like, Hey, look, I am just, look, I just want to bake cookies. I don't know. I can give you every mathematical to cookies. I don't know how to do my taxes. Is there a way to help me get my taxes? Or, hey, I need to get my startup going. This is how I'm doing it. But I keep f- having 
road bumps where there's so like that wouldn't be it. a financial advisor that would be a business manager that no, would be they, someone that would help you get your have, message and help you get your um your business plan together no they have, they have everything like the opportunity machine here and we're, we're going to get a hold of them and then go do a live over there um so the opportunity machine here yeah uh, well, just in, in Lafayette, yes, right? yes, yes. They have financial advisors that are part of this. The you can go take a financial advisors class, and it, you can get a co- like. Is it like nonprofit or yeah, you have to pay for it? No, they're oh, nonprofit, okay. and they'll that's, they'll that's go. Nice. And but now they're non nonprofit to a point. You know, this is a this is government funded, so there is a point where they're like, okay, like your business is successful, time to kick back in because we helped yeah. you out and stuff like that. We helped you, like like I scratch your back, you scratch my back, type right? Of, type of mentality, and or you might find the person they're going to give you fifteen minutes. Like we talked about lawyers and how there's ways to get like. But you're segueing right into where I want to kind of end this part, so we can end investment and move on to you know lanes and messaging and stuff yeah, like but, that. Okay, but you're segueing so we, right into this. Okay, good. So what I'm saying is, these are the people you want to talk to. If you you yourself cannot do it, do it yourself first. Rich is correct. Do it yourself first. Then find somebody who's outside of your inner circle to do it because those are the people that are going to take the emotional things that you give a fuck about and get rid of them for you. And after about a month or two, you're not going to care about them anyway. Outside of that. not making you money, right. you'll get rid of it. And then you, if, if you still need help after that, look in, again, research, 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 research into your local area. See if there's organizations that are nonprofit that are available for you to help you out. All right. Those are, we're going to investing right here. We have more about it later, but that's way down the line when we need to do expansions and a few other things. Then we have to circle back about this stuff. So now we're going into standard operating procedures and lanes and, and message message. All right. Now we've talked about the investment. We talked about different ways of getting money. We talked about controlling money, budgeting money, just making certain things happen. But I want to segue toward the end. We're not going to get too deep into it. We'll do it in our next podcast. But your message. A lot of times you just got finished saying, hey, I just want to bake cookies, but I don't know how to get it off the ground. Yeah. A lot of times within a business plan, a lot of times within looking to do something, what is your message? You could have the best tasting cookies in the world, but you package it wrong. You can have the best, you know, drinks in the world. You can have the best idea in the ro- in the world, but it's not, it's not marketable. Yeah, it's not. It's, you you can't tell someone how it's going to make you money. How it's going to make them money if they invest in you. Your message is key, and we're going to segue into that. I would love to start talking about message. I'm not going to completely give out my complete strategy on that because that's a brand. That's being. That's that's okay. knowing how so, to do stuff. Let's, let's, That's the only thing I would. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna right, give. We'll, out we'll on use. Radio. We'll use mine because right. mine's already out there, and and you know. So for Sword and Board, our our message was pretty much: we don't just sell games; we sell memories, right? We want we we which you know is a hard impacting kind of concept. Like when you think about that, and now it's weird for people here. Like we sell memories. Like what kind of a dick does that? And it's like no, it's because yeah, because I could tear that apart, right? Like, like I could just, I could just crush that as an investor, right? But the fact that we, it's that fact that we don't just sell games, and that already pre- prefaces what we're doing. But let's let's leave that right there because that's perfect. He just gave yeah. the message. That's why I want to segue into the message, yeah. but not go too deep into it. What I said about tearing apart as an investor, mm-hmm. all right? We sell memories, right. all right. I want you to think about that. Now, when you present your message. And you present your business and you're an upstart and your idea, that's what an emotion that we talked about. Mm-hmm. You're tied to that. You believe that this is a great idea. This is what I believe in. This is what I'm selling. And I'm just going to be blunt. Fuck anyone that says it's not going to work. 
because I really believe in this and I'm going to fight it all the way. There's yeah. some people that succeed and there's some people that fail. You got to figure out which one you're going to be. There's some people that's going to bend on their message. Mm -hmm. There's some people that's going to force feed that message down your throat. There's going to be some clients that's going to accept that message and they're going to believe in that message because somehow they're emotionally tied to what you're tied to. Right. And there's going to be some people that's going to tell you kick rocks. Right. And those are basically the... Um, I don't want to say the breaks, but those are basically the hard line of if your business is going to grow. And in our next segment, I would love to start on message. We'll lead from message. We'll go into um, your standard operating procedure, seeing who in your business is going to promote that message, who can illustrate that message to an investor or to a client or to your customer base. Like, how's that going to work to help you grow your business? Shane, you have anything? I do. So we're going to leave it on, on this. Cause I we're you know, tomorrow night, um, one, of, uh, what, so as usual, you know, we want to thank everybody on the geek public radio. We want to thank everybody on GPN. We want to thank everybody who's following us on Spotify, anchor, everybody's hitting us up on Facebook. Uh, we still haven't gotten much messages and voice messages and Gmails and stuff like that. That's cool. But, um, we're going to leave it on this one topic. We started off with the 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 motto or whatever. We don't sell. We don't just sell games. We sell memories. And now it's we don't sell just sell games. We create memories. And that was because we changed. That's what I was telling you right. not to go no, into. No, 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 we're gonna want, do it in the next podcast. This, I know this, you want to no, 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 just no. because what we're gonna do is not only I, we're gonna. I want people if you're listening to this podcast, please email us at what about. Tuesday podcast at gmail.com and give us some mo mottos that you would use on your business. And we'll go with that tomorrow. All right, later. Thank you for joining us on What About Tuesday. And remember that some ideas will not make you a profit. However, all profits come from ideas. This is Rich signing off. This is Shane. Thank you for again, and we'll catch you next time.